do it. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Outfielder Podcast, episode 44, brought to you by Sensibly Loud Media. I am your host, J-Mac, a.k.a. founder numero uno, and I am joined by my co-host. He is down in the on-deck circle right now. Let's go to him. Ladies and gentlemen, now batting cleanup for the Outfielder Podcast, number three, the great Sam Bino. Welcome back, Sam. Hey, thanks. Glad to have you back, dude. It's been a little bit. It has been a little bit. I don't think I've spoken since we did our live episode yeah. in Atlanta. I was going to say, yeah, probably since our live commentate. Uh, whenever we were commentating the uh, the Braves game, it was fun. Yeah, yeah. For reasons that will become very clear uh, during the POS corner, people will learn why I was out. Indeed. Can't wait. You weren't out digging a hole or anything, right? Not yet. Not yet. Yeah, that comes later, I think. The hole digging is later in the process. Yes. Oh, man. Uh, I had a great time in Atlanta. I want to thank you guys again for, for hosting. Yeah, thanks for coming out. We always enjoy having you guys. Um, it was a really good trip. Um, couldn't say enough good things. We, we were traveling quite a bit. There was a lot of riding in cars to go see things and eat delicious food, um, but well worth the effort. Worth every second of it, though. Absolutely. Yeah, we had a blast. Uh, it was a, a shocking little amount of sleep just in general. Uh, given how early we got up and got to Atlanta and how early we left Atlanta. So yeah. it was yeah. uh, a little bit to catch up on as far as sleep goes. I totally agree. I did a lot of sleep catching up this this weekend. It was well worth that as well. Indeed. Indeed. This past weekend, uh, I sent you some pictures. I smoked a brisket. The brisket, yeah, you did a great job from what I can tell. There's a nice smoke ring. Yeah. For the listeners who don't know what a smoke ring is, you've got your piece of gray meat usually – and then there's a pink ring around it if smoked appropriately, and that smoke ring contains quite a bit of flavor. Yeah, it was it was phenomenal. It was uh, good enough to where you barely needed barbecue sauce. Oh, that's really nice. Yeah, that's what you're looking for. It came out spectacular. I literally babysat that thing for like seven straight hours, though. Wow, that's so, quite, quite an effort. Stephanie yeah. and I went over to a friend's house yesterday, and he made um, pork bellies, uh, with which we made... Um, Korean style pork buns with all, all the appropriate fixings. Accoutrement. Like, yeah, you know, your pickled cucumbers in Asian style, the Japanese mustard and the nice. hoisin sauce, and it was delicious. There is never, there's not food in existence that's bad if hoisin sauce is involved. I agree. And uh, Japanese people, uh, not, <laughs> not Japanese people, <laughs> Japanese cuisine includes quite a bit of mayonnaise. Um, and they do mayonnaise quite a bit better than we do. I wish you would have finished uh, that thought so we would have had a drop <laughs> of you saying, Japanese people, <laughs> full of mayonnaise. Uh, oh, that's the funny. utmost respect for that culture. Of course, of course. That's great. Their mayonnaise is fantastic. Oh, man, that's awesome. That's amazing, though. That sounds awesome. Yeah. We, um, so whenever we were in Atlanta, one thing you texted me about the other day, one thing that we were in Atlanta, or that we saw while we were in Atlanta, God damn, I can't talk. Uh, was that there's another bobblehead night coming uh, coming up that you're going to. Yep. September 4th is um, the Boston Braves Babe Ruth bobblehead. Yeah, that is incredible. That's a collector's so piece. Yeah, I'm gonna, so I'm going to have Stephanie get the extra one, and then hopefully I'll be able to send it to Justin. She's looking at me like, no, I get the bobblehead. I don't blame her. <laughs> she doesn't want it. <laughs> 
She's not going to be like Claire and just try to pass it up. Yeah, that was a mistake. I didn't even know that happened. Yeah, you were in front of me. That's why. Mm. Yeah, it was ridiculous, though. Don't Sad. T- trying to give up a free bobblehead. That's worth no. like $100. Yeah, probably like 30 Could be. Could be. I don't know. Whatever. People Monies. Are, yes. It's all relevant. It's not, it's not a fucking rally towel. Let's put it that way. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, man. All right. Well, do you want to see who is sponsoring the pod today? Yeah, let's see who's sponsoring us. All right. Ben left some notes. Are you tired of soggy, listless croissants? Spending some time on the road and trying to spot out the 5-0? Well, today's sponsor is the absolute answer to all of your hopes and dreams. That's right. I'm talking about Tukey Toussaint's Croissants and CB Radio Shop. Come on down today to Tukey Toussaint's Croissants and CB Radio Shop for the latest in bread and CB technology. Need a croissant that'll bring down the house? They've got you covered. Need a CB radio? Woo-wee! Break, check that Buster Brown and keep that bear off your donkey. Located (laughs) off of I-20 west of the Mexico border, nine miles off the main road. Come on down to Tukey Toussaint's Croissants and CB radio shop today, and you be sure to tell them that the guys from the outfielder sent you. Back to you, Sam. Uh, (laughs) That might be the best one yet. Yeah? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> holy shit listless croissants <laughs> i don't know <laughs> and uh i just want to check on that location it's just south of the border nine miles off the main road yes <laughs> this sounds like perilous these places are always a bit of a drive but they're worth every bit of it oh my god that is a great mashup right there it took me a little while to research the trucker cb talk to come up with that <laughs> yeah i've never heard that before hey, but i don't Hey, uh, just so you know, I noted it down. I'll read it back to you real quick with the translation if you need it. Yeah, that would be great. Uh, so, brake check is obviously slowing down, right? So, mm-hmm. brake check that Buster Brown, which is a UPS truck, and keep that bear, which is a cop, off of your donkey, which is your ass. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. But credit to you for giving me the idea, or part that's, of the idea. That's a fantastic ad read. I just took... Uh, a very complete idea and then tacked on something random and then did some CB talk. That's, that's all that happened. That happened. <laughs> it was beautiful. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, that's your welcome back ad. That's good. I can't <laughs> wait till one day when we just go back and like pull out all these old ones and it's just, it's going to be like glorious all over again. Right. Once we're sponsored by audible or something like that. Yeah, exactly. We'll, we'll work on that. We got yeah. people out on the road. Definitely. All righty. Well, what time is it? Let's talk pieces of shit. This is Paul Ramham from WBAT in Cincinnati. We interrupt this regular schedule of programming to bring you this breaking news bulletin. It appears that people have been called pieces of shit from around the globe. Baseball players in particular seem to be the main target. However, no person, concept, or universe is exempt from this cruel but very usual punishment. The perpetrator has been identified as the great Sambino. Police have confirmed that he is still at large and about to take his piece of shit corner. Ding, ding, ding. Huge piece of shit. Let's, let's talk pieces of shit. Uh, first, current player, we have Nathan Ivaldi. Ooh, yeah, you're telling me. I'm sorry, Justin. This was, this was unavoidable. His performance has been very poor. Very poor. Um, he is five and six. 
Uh, he's pitched 89 innings and has 74 K his, uh, whip is 1.14 and he has an ERA of 415. Mm. Yeah. Um, it's worth noting that he's had a largely hit or miss season, but quite a bit more consistent in Tampa Bay than when he was in Boston in Mm -hmm. six starts, uh, in Boston. Um, he's given up in three of those games, four or more runs. Yeah. He, he had a really good first two outings and then it kind of dwindled from there. Then it went off the rails and he went back to how he was performing in say like mid May where he was playing for an obviously shitty team with nothing to really fight for. Yeah. Um, with his time in Boston, his ERA has swelled from 3.8 to the aforementioned 4.15. So mm-hmm. not a great outing for uh, Nathan in Boston. Obviously we hope that he recovers, uh, but it's not looking good initially. Again, as you said, two really good starts, but kind of shit the bed since then. Well, Boston needs Chris Sale back, and I and obvi- like that's obvious, right? But I say that in more of a sense in relation to Nathan Eovaldi because he's more like a four or five guy. He's not yes. meant to be your third starter, and I feel like that's putting a lot on his shoulders, especially given how well that team has performed. Um, it's probably a lot of mental game, is my guess. Um, he made a lot of mental mistakes in this last start against Tampa Bay. Uh, we'll talk about that series in a few minutes, but. Uh, there were some some glaring mistakes, but we'll talk about it. Yeah, I, I'm I'm I look forward to hearing your analysis. I wasn't able to watch that series, mm, um, but it. we hope we hope that he gets back on track. But right now, he's in the corner. Yep, I'm with you. Uh, second pass player, Jose Urena. <laughs> oh boy, you okay. you may be asking yourself, Hey Sam, why is Jose Urena a pass player? Uh, well, there's two reasons for that. One is he's currently suspended for uh, the hit that he put on Acuna, our, our favorite, probably our favorite young player. Yep. And uh, two, the second reason that he's in this part of the piece of shit corner is because I'm already forgetting about this guy. Like, he's yeah. going to be out of here in no time. He's a real piece of shit. He's starting uh, against the Red Sox tonight. So God, I hope they plunk him just to see what <laughs> happens. <laughs> that'd be awesome. I don't think they can afford to have a starting pitcher thrown out of the game at this point, but that'd be great. No. Uh, this season, he has a negative .2 war. Uh, he's four and twelve in twenty-five starts. He has a four-point-five ERA and a one-point-two WHIP. Not good. Um, that's pretty much right on line with his career stats across four seasons. So, um, not only are you performing like a piece of shit, you are a garbage human. So, go fuck yourself, Jose. Love it. All in. Perfect. Where's the ding? Oh, sorry. I need the validation. You Otherwise, do. I just I'm just not encouraged. It felt that. like something was missing. I felt like it was me <laughs> talking, but that was clearly not it. <laughs> Uh, third is stadium urinals. <laughs> okay. Gross. Yeah. That's it's it? even worse. Even worse if it's a piss trough. Yeah. We've seen those. those are just my, my shy kidneys do not appreciate this no. setup. This doesn't work. No. I need, I need partitions. I can't yeah. see other people if I'm going to pee. I don't know what it is, but I get it. It makes I'm, I'm with you unless I've just been drinking extremely heavily. Yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. If I'm wasted, I'll pee anywhere. Yeah. But um, stadium urinals are totally gross and uh, piss troughs even more so. True. True story. Love it. Uh, t- unrelated piece of shit. Looking for a home. Uh, this, okay. <laughs> this is why I've been absent. Uh, my wife and I have been looking at a lot of houses. Um, the looking so- isn't so much as stressful as actually finding one. And all the steps thereafter. Yeah. Um, so we've put an offer in. It's been accepted. Now we're going through all the financials and the, the inspection process and the appraisal process. Um, it's just eaten uh, my life away. And, you know, I, I have a full-time job on top of that. So you can't actually look for a house if you don't have the job. Right. But then actually getting the house requires that you don't have a job. Correct. There, 
with so much time. Right. Absolutely. Like, like business hours time. Yeah. And especially considering that you have to find a house that can house the Atlanta division of Sense the Blue Loud Media. So, I mean, you know, it's that's a whole thing, you know? There's a designated finished basement with its name on it. Yes, exactly. That's what I'm saying. So, you know, there's, there's just certain people we can't take in the main house. So, it's got to be downstairs. I agree. Yeah. So, uh, looking for a home is a real piece of shit. Love it. But also quite exciting. Anyway, that's the piece of shit corner. You name the time frame, I'll name an asshole. It's a good piece of shit corner. It was good to have you back doing it. Me and, me and Ben are not nearly as good at it as you are. We were better this, this past time, but not that great. Well, I was pleased that you called out Chris Archer for being a piece of shit. He's yeah. on my fantasy team and is a real piece of shit. I love that Ben took us back 106 years during his last piece of shit player. <laughs> Did you capture that drop? The best thing about that drop is Ben set us up with context. He said, I want to take you back 106 years. And you immediately go, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, like, let me, let me put my brain in, you know, 1910 mode. Yeah. Whenever someone gives me, like, a problem to kind of, like, assess, right? If someone comes to me with something... Like, that's kind of how I follow along is, okay, yeah, mm-hmm, yep, mm-hmm. no problem. No problem. And, so, and that's how I follow along anyway, so it just felt right to say whenever I said that. <laughs> just a random thing to be okay with immediately. Yeah, 106 years, no problem. I've known Ben long enough to know that that doesn't surprise me, and that's, I think, the, the funny part about it. But It was yeah. really good. I'll yeah, go back in the, a great job. Typically, I go back and cut drops three or four episodes in arrears, so I'll go back and do that soon. Mad props to you and Ben. Ben also sent you to Atlanta with an Adrian bobblehead home run counter bobblehead yes. for me. Yes. Um, much appreciated. It's going right next to my U Darvish K counter bobblehead in the office because they're not allowed at home. Yep. And uh, Ben's a good guy. We super appreciate that. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, he was uh, definitely excited about that. And I was really thinking about taking the credit for it. But then I thought about, eh, that seems like a lot of work as far as making up a story about it and everything. I'll just... I'll give I'll just give Ben the credit the credit that he you, deserves. You, you know? knew we would figure this out anyway. Your lives would fall apart. Oh, probably so. Yeah, <laughs> good point. I wouldn't try that hard. Is the is the real issue though? So you know, that, I think that's what it comes down to. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's talk about what's going on around baseball and around the diamond. Perfect. Around the diamond. It's been a wild uh, couple of weeks since, or I guess week or so since we talked, man. Has it? Yeah. Lots of uh, A's really making waves around here and Houston kind of getting things back on track and Boston finally losing and just a lot of really random little things. I feel like in this episode, you will be educating me quite a lot because I've watched very little baseball, but I am looking at the standings and it doesn't seem like a lot's changed. Not a lot has changed necessarily, but it's just been some kind of action packed type of stuff and just a lot of random things. We'll, we'll just kind of peruse our way around the league and we'll start with the AL East, I guess. Um, so yeah, Boston just lost, uh, they've lost their four and six of their last 10 and, uh, they just got swept by the Rays. Now, a couple of things here. Uh, one, I, this is their worst stretch of the season. I think they've won four of their last seven or something like that, which is not how they've been performing. But I've been saying, as you recall, that I want them to lose games. That doesn't make any sense. That's a bullshit take. I've been saying that. I know, but that doesn't make any listen sense. Listen to me. It's like, oh, yeah, I really wanted them to lose. Le- no, no, no. Listen to me. Here's why. 
I don't want them to do the same thing that they've been doing the last couple of years and roll in, roll through September hot as shit and then flame out in October. I would rather them take their time, get some losses out of the way, and know how to deal with that shit because when it comes to the playoffs, they're going to have to learn how to deal with loss, and they haven't had to do that much. I think that just from a numbers perspective doesn't make any sense. Look at the fucking numbers for the last seven games and tell me I'm wrong. (laughs) They've been hot for like most of the season and now they aren't. Exactly. It doesn't mean that they're going to come back. I I disagree with that. I 100% disagree with that. They're the best team in baseball and it's not even fucking close. Yeah, well, that's fine, but not over the last 10 games. Sure. And that, but that's what I'm saying is that they, they don't need to go in there. We need to get you a line graph and show you the stats tumbling downward. I realize that, but like you're acting like I'm sitting there saying their stats are the same because, but they've been losing games, which obviously is not true. But it's not, that, that's like totally anecdotal to say, oh, well, let's get those losses out of the way and then get hot again. Like, that's no, just not- let's learn how to fucking lose because they're going to lose when it comes to the playoffs at different times. Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, you're you're entitled to shitty opinions. Just it's like not that. a shitty opinion. It's watching an actual team. Um, I say all that to say I've wanted them to lose the games to learn how to deal with that that adversity, and I also just don't want them to be scorching hot going into the fucking playoffs. I just maybe I would, they're maybe they're gassed from going balls to the wall forever. Maybe, but they've been extremely hurt. They're about to get Chris Sale back. Uh, David E-Rod. Price, E Rod's about to come back, um, and they're about to have some bullpen pieces come back as well. Yep. Uh, Drew Pomerantz can eat a fat dick the way I see it. Um, mm, yeah, did man. Did he decide th- that he drinks skim milk? I don't recall. I don't believe so, but I think we were close. Um, mm. But anyway, so I, I just feel like they're, str- I mean, they're struggling a little bit right now. And the Rays have been like weirdly good. They swept the Yankees earlier this year too. Like it's, They've won eight in a row. Exactly. I feel like they would be, if they were in a different division, it would be a very different story for them. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I guess they, well, 70 wins doesn't put them too high. They'd be in fourth in the AL West. But they'd be battling for the wild card. I mean, they'd have, I mean, if you look at them in the central, let's see, where would they be? Wild card wise, they're yeah, like I guess, still forever back. But I mean, they're not that much worse than like Colorado. I think that's fair. Recognize. I think also if you if you put them in the AL Central for some weird reason, yeah, um, they're they're just going to destroy those teams a lot more than they're having to face against Boston and New York. Yeah, no, and, and that's one hundred percent true. That's why I'm saying I think they would be uh, in a better position if they weren't in the AL East. But yeah, um, they should just put my uh, my plan of MLB realignment into place, and then they wouldn't be in this pro- this mess. I, I, that's all I can tell you. Yeah, no, it's a great take. Uh, the Yankees have been playing better. Uh, they swept Baltimore this past weekend, so that so they're only uh, did they not? Well, they they might have. I mean, whether or not they did doesn't matter. It's kind of like <laughs> oh, we swept the Orioles. Like yeah, okay, so you kept breathing. Good, good. That's true. No, they did. Yeah, they're eight and two of the last ten and one four in a row. So, um, but yeah, they also so, are they've got a first baseman who's crushing the ball. He's basically displaced um, Greg Bird. Because Greg Bird is yes. not not that good. Right Are you now, talking so. about uh, what's his name, Andrew Har or whatever? Floyd? Uh, no. Uh, what, what the fuck? Sorry, I'm gonna look this up so I don't fuck this. Up. Luke Voigt. Oh, Luke Voigt. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I haven't really been watching, but I haven't really caught much of the Yankees other than I watched a little bit on Sunday Night Baseball last night, but not much. He's uh, let's see. He's had 29 at bats. He has 11 hits, mm-hmm. three home runs, and nine RBIs, which is good for 325 uh, batting average. Wow. What's what'd you say his OPS was? OPS. Let's see. What does the number say about OPS? Uh, 11, <laughs> 11, 27. Wow. Okay. 
But I mean, yeah. short, ten games. Yeah, ten games exactly. But still, better better than Greg Bird. <laughs> that doesn't take a lot. Well, maybe I should just go ahead and burn this uh, rapid fire question. Is Greg Bird a piece of shit? Uh, I I know a lot of Yankees fans that would think so. I kind of like yeah. him to be to be honest. Well, you just like that he's not very good, right? Exactly. <laughs> Objectively, for a bit from a baseball guy, yeah. is he a piece of shit? Um, what do his numbers specifically look like? Not so, good. Not good at all. Not good. There's not even any upside anywhere. Let's see, Greg right Bird. Now. This season he has a negative point five uh, WAR. Ooh. He's batting one ninety nine. His OPS is six seventy nine. Yeah, he's bad. He's a piece with of eleven homers. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. Yeah, he's a piece of shit for sure. Okay, well now I get to inject a much harder question into rapid fire. I love doing that. Okay, I'm down. I haven't thought of any yet, but I will. Okay. Um, great. let's see what else. And oh, did you happen to see that Vlad Jr. is about to finish the minor league season, hitting over four hundred? Yeah, they're not going to call him up though, which no. is super sad. I've been monitoring that every day. Yeah, they're not. I I didn't think that was in the plan, no matter what happened with him. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So but Kendris Morales has hit a home run in seven straight games. Tonight he has a chance to do eight, which would be an MLB. I think that would tie an MLB record. I can't believe that guy still plays baseball. He's 35. Yeah. It feels like he's way older than that. Yeah. I mean, him and Jose Bautista, Kendris Morales is just a fatter Jose Bautista. Mm-hmm. And doesn't play for the god awful Mets. Well, Jose Bautista got claimed by the Phillies on waivers. Oh, did he? I didn't even see yes, that. Yes, he did. They're working oh, on a deal. Okay. Gotcha. I do know something. Yay. Look at you. Look at you. <laughs> Just pop up MLB.com, MLB trade rumors. We're ready to rock on Boom. this pod. Ready to roll. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, not much else going on. Um, Baltimore's eliminated. That's Baltimore. probably good, right? Yeah, I think Baltimore and Kansas City are the only two that are eliminated at this point, right? In all of baseball, In yes. Miami's of still baseball. 11 away. God, winning 37 games throughout this season is fucking brutal, dude. Man, it's oh, just sad. Oh, yeah, it sure is sad. I don't really feel that bad for him, though, simply because of Buck Showalter. So. Mm-hmm. Have we made him a legendary piece of shit? Or like a, a past piece of shit player? Oh, is there a legends corner? For oh, him? I don't know. It's your, your corner, but I just didn't know if he's like a past <laughs> piece of shit. But he's still kind of current, I guess. Well, you know, I was actually trying to go back and listen to the episodes to database all the pieces of shit, oh. but I can't actually listen to all of them. I, only, I can only listen oh. to like the past seven. Yeah, I've got all of them. I'll give them to you. Great. Yeah, I just don't post them all out there because whatever. I'll make that a priority as I have tons of free time. <laughs> yeah, I'll have them shipped over on, on hard drives and things. It'll... I'll, put, I'll put my new underling at work on it. There you go. Perfect. Uh, too bad we don't have any more interns here. Yeah. Yeah, summer's over. Thank God. All right, um, I'm ready for the, some fall baseball. That's all I can tell you. I'm ready for fall, period. It yeah. was 69 degrees the other morning, and oh, that man. was lovely. That's awesome. That's yeah. incredible. Uh, Cleveland has seems like they've been playing better. They split that series with the Red Sox, um, which I guess went, considering Boston went down 0-2, I felt like that was best-case scenario. Mm-hmm. That's fair. So Cleveland has been doing better. They pulled away from the other garbage teams in the Central, um, but their win percentage, uh, by comparison, is not. Obviously not great. You got to wonder, though, if it's... I mean, it's a combination, I would say, of Cleveland playing better, but also those other teams just playing a lot worse. Definitely. And, you know, with your hot take of saying you wish you wish that the Red Sox would lose more games... That's not what I just, said. They could just be... <laughs> That's not just what be I fucking posted. said. 
You said you you wanted them to lose more games. I did say I, I didn't say I wish they would win or lose more games. I said I want them to w- lose some games. It, that's the same thing. No, it's not. Wishing or <laughs> wishing and saying I hope they do are two different things, asshole. All right. What, <laughs> what does th- making a wish mean then? What do you think of Michael Kopich? Who the fuck is that? He's your oh, fucking starting Co- pitcher, asshole. Oh, I call him Kopech. Oh, okay. Because I think that's how you say it. I don't know. I've heard it different ways. That guy's going to be aces. Yeah. I'm super stoked. He got uh, rain delayed. His first start uh, got cut short by a rain delay. He pitched two innings and K'd four. Um, I think he K'd four over six innings his his next start, and he got a win over Detroit, which yeah. you know is not super meaningful, but um, expect him to make waves in the future. I did see that the White Sox are holding on to Rick Rentira, I believe, is their manager. I couldn't even tell mm-hmm. you. I saw that they were holding on to him, though. They resigned him to another year. Yeah, well, okay. So, I mean, I don't know. What, but I guess the only reason I bring that up is I don't know if that, like, does that put them, like, they got a, a, They got some good talent. Um, yeah, but they're really they young. Eloy Jimenez, and they just brought up Kopech or Kopech or whatever. Kopech or Kopech or whatever the fuck he's called. <laughs> um, and they also have Yohan Mankata, but he can't seem to stay healthy at all. No, it's still early. I bet the Red Sox really wish they still had him at second base, given that Dustin Pedroia is an older, getting to be a piece of shit in my book. Yeah, I think that might be my greatest prediction of the entire season, that he's not very good. Well, he didn't play all year. He played not like three games. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> You're combative tonight. <laughs> uh, anything else? Central? Eh. Nah. Ben and I were joking the other, or we were laughing the other day about how we've just completely cut an entire section out of baseball that we don't feel like talking about. There's nothing we're talking about, though. It's our fucking feet. It's our goddamn podcast. We don't get enough feedback to modulate our behavior. Fair. That's fair. Uh, Houston finally hit 80 wins, and Oakland is right on their tail, it looks like. Yeah. I like this a lot. This is yes. super fun. Um, Oakland is so fucking scrappy, and the A's are, like, established. They're, like, the man in the West. Yeah. Um, and Oakland is just – every year it's like, we'll see what happens, and what's happening is really cool, and they're really good. Didn't uh, didn't somebody – didn't Sean Manea just hit the DL? I'm pretty sure he did. He did. Yeah. He did. But it's, like, the 10-day DL, right? Yeah, but we know how that goes. Darby's yeah. on it forever. I, true. Good point. But that's just because the Cubs are idiots. Um, I don't know, did, I think it was like a blister or something like that. It wasn't anything like crazy though. So it was something where I, when I saw it, I was like, yeah, okay. That's not a big deal. Uh, Seattle pieces of shit, right? Um, yeah, I guess. Or just not quite ready. I just don't know enough about their back end to say if it's going to, it's, it's a readiness factor. Yeah. Like if they need a couple more seasons, um, I just know what I saw, which was even limited, but they were. The numbers looked good for a long time. I don't think that they necessarily intended on leaving or uh, moving uh, King Felix to the bullpen. That's definitely been hard for them. Yeah, you could expect him to have like a high three ZRA, and that would be acceptable. But yeah, we'll get well, well beyond that. Sure did. Um, oh, by the way, uh, I can't believe I didn't bring this up earlier. Uh, I'm pretty out on the players' jerseys. Oh, God, they're horrible. They're, okay, so they're horrible, yes, but also the Red Sox are 0-6 in them over the last two years. So, oh, uh, well, whatever. But I'm also they're out on just the, the general concept of how ugly they are. They're super ugly. Oh, my God, they're so bad. Yeah, they really are. 
There was one. So one of my coworkers sent me a text today with a picture of Joey Gallows. It says Pico de Gallo on it. Um, and the colors are just really, really bad. It's like baby blue from the Phillies matched with like normal ass red sleeves. It's like those old school Rangers jerseys that are like, or uniforms that are just old, old. But those have, the reason those work is because they're very like carefully accented. These are not, these are just obnoxious. Really obnoxious. It's like if somebody was trying to project a futuristic jersey into like the year 2030 yeah it's like they tried to do the neon thing which is just stupid and then like you couldn't really tell houston or baltimore apart and it just was annoying to me the padres were the worst they were like highlighter yellow and gray yeah fuck that and i think it might have said friars on the front which is like just stop it the padres could do so much more with their uniform. Actually, I don't even know if it's that or if it's that they try to do too much. Because when they do the camo ones and all that shit, those things are just terrible. Oh, I kind of like the camo. But do you? I'm not yeah. a big camo guy, I guess. Big military town. Yeah, not very patriotic of me, I understand. But well, is camo that, patriotic? Is that a thing? That's not <laughs> What we wear is not define our patriotism. That's bullshit. You have an awesome American Eagle shirt that you... Not a, an American... Eagle, not American Eagle shirt. It's pretty great, but it's, I mean, whatever. That's it showcases your your amazingness. That's all I can tell you. Sure. Thanks. Thanks. Um, all right. So let's go to the National League then. Yes. Atlanta is kicking ass. Yes. Uh who did they just finish? Oh, they're playing Tampa Bay right now. Yeah. Interesting. That'll they be they finished a series with Miami, with Miami where there was some revenge hitting of people, which I appreciate. Uh Acuna got hit again. He homered. And then got hit again um, uh, on accident. I thought it was very clearly on accident, and the pitcher, you know, made his peace with it. Yeah. But um, Acuna was pissed. I believe it, dude. I, I can't blame him at this point if he's been a goddamn target for this team. Yep. Unbelievable. But he's he's been nails um, since since both hittings. I mean, seemingly every day he's got two hits. Mm-hmm. Do you ant- do you anticipate Atlanta's bullpen holding up ultimately? I think that's probably the weakest part of their game right I would, now. I would say so too. It seems like it. So no, but their starters are good. They'll call up Tuki Toussaint here shortly. <laughs> if he's not too busy with his croissant and CB radio shop. Yeah, if they can pull him as an illegal from the border, that would be right. nice. Yeah. Nine miles, man. Nine miles. <laughs> Nine uh, miles off the main road. <laughs> Washington finally gave up. That's interesting. Ironically, yeah. their give up hasn't been much different than the rest of their season, though. I mean, yeah, they got rid of some players. Daniel Murphy and Adam... Who? Matt Adams. Matt Adams. I almost said yeah. Adam Lind. Yes. No. I don't think he plays baseball anymore. I don't think so either. Anyway, yeah, they, they got rid of those guys. Bryce Harper was claimed by the Dodgers on waivers, but the teams couldn't make a deal. Is it? Um, I mean, that's not surprising. Man, they should have done that a month ago. Agreed. But is... is uh, so first of all, that would have been wild for the Dodgers. But I just I have such a hard time understanding why you wouldn't trade the guy if you're gonna have to try to sign him in free agency anyway. Why would you not get everything back for him? Something. Anything really. I mean you can get know. everything, really. We got a couple days left until the uh not until the waiver, waiver deadline ends. Yeah. yeah, for sure. We'll see, man. I super appreciated your breakdown of how that works last episode, by the way. That was nice. Yeah, a lot of people don't understand. I've actually had a lot of people ask me about that recently, about how the waiver deadline works and all that. So figured I'd fine, educate fine work. Educate if I can. 
Uh, did DeGrom hit the DL? It would surprise me 0%. Yeah, same. I, I want to so. say that he might have. Maybe short, though. Uh, Cy Young leader? Cy Young. I, I think so. But if you listen to the likes of Michael Wilbon, I don't. Uh, you got to win the game. And if, <laughs> if your team isn't giving you run support, you have to, quote, tough it out, unquote, which makes no fucking sense. Fuck you. <laughs> like, that is so stupid because, I mean, I don't. You're you're looking at a team stats when trying to analyze an individual's performance. Yeah, exactly. um, Which is categorically incorrect. And also makes him a piece of shit. Right. Um, It's not even about opinions. That's just wrong. That's just wrong baseballing. That's wrong baseballing. That's that's showing that you don't deserve a vote. Indeed. Indeed. Um, Fuck you. Michael, he should be in the piece of shit corner. I would agree with you. I would agree with you. Mm, anything else in that division? I don't really know what Philadelphia is doing. It just seems like they're piddling around a lot. Yeah, they just haven't been getting Vince Velasquez and Nick Pavetta have not been very good. Aaron Nala um, and other man who pitches the baseball has been good. Jake talking, Arrieta. Jake Arrieta, yeah. yeah. At first, Those two youngsters, at, not so good. No. At first, Clay Buckholtz jumped into my head for like a half a second because that's who the Red Sox traded him to, and it just, I don't know. <laughs> He's in like, Arizona that, now. That's not right. Yeah, I know. But I was like, that is not correct. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you answering about Taft. <laughs> that's not right. Oh, that's right. That's <laughs> um, The Cubs. Move on to the Central here. Uh, Cubs are still doing things. Uh, St. Louis has gotten sneaky good. Cole Hamels, really fucking good. He turned it on for a team that was winning. I saw some wild-ass stat that was like, Cole Hamels is the first player to be traded from AL to NL to go, let's see, AL to NL, and it was just one of those obscure-ass stats, but he went AL to NL, and then he, oh, and then he started, and he went 5-0 and in his first five starts. That's what it was. I thought wow. it was some, like one other thing, but, but something wild like that where he was the first player to do that since like 1919. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, he did the same thing when he was traded to Texas. He started pitching really well yeah. when the Phillies weren't doing shit. Maybe it's just, it's it had to have been a, scen- a scenery thing. But I'll tell you, a lot of people have been questioning uh, Brooke Hale and Bannister's pitching staff. And you got to. I would. I could understand that. Rightfully so. I, I probably wouldn't be happy about it either. Um, but yeah, so that's pretty wild. It's been wild to watch. Darvish shut down for the year. Was a piece God of shit last episode for that. I, God, I, I know the good call out on both of my starting pitchers in my fantasy team, Chris Archer and you, Darvish. Oh yeah, big pieces of shit. Um, he was on my DL like forever, forever and ever. So, do you feel like this is maybe a dice K type situation at this point with you, Darvish? I hope not, but it's totally possible. I mean, that's how it looks, right? I mean, this is the second time with that same ligament, so that's not. That doesn't bode very well. No boating. We don't want to bode. Anything. No boating. <laughs> yeah, like you said, St. Louis has been sneaky really good lately. I think if you listen to their fans, they would say something to the effect of they've been playing really gritty baseball, uh, which is not untrue. Ugh, I, I, there was, I saw them. Uh, there was an infield ground out to the first baseman in Colorado, and they scored two runs off of it. Mm, that's crazy. Because that's ridiculous guy by the last name of Bader just like hauled his ass around. It was really impressive. <laughs> um, 
I just, I hate everything about the cardinal way and grittiness yeah, and just, it makes me want to vomit every time. <clears throat> I, I don't know if you remember, there was a whole piece of shit corner dedicated to all things Cardinals, including, I do, but yes. not limited to Papa John. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. I forgot about that part of it anyway, but yes, I do remember that. Um, <laughs> Milwaukee. What do you think there, man? Well, they put Corey Niebel, uh, well, they deactivated him. He's, yeah. I'm sorry, they optioned him to AAA. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a guy who's supposed to be strengthening your bullpen. They're not hitting well. They're not pitching well. Um, therefore, they are losing games. Yeah, their starting pitching is really killing them. And I, I don't know why they didn't, at the minimum, if they weren't going to add a starting pitcher, I don't know why they didn't try to add a catcher to try to frame pitches better because something needed to happen there. Yeah, I agree. So... What are your opinions on Cincinnati? They have some tradable pieces that they're not trading. I think that's Cincinnati. Cincinnati. I think they tried to trade Matt Harvey, didn't they? I'm pretty sure they, they did. They did briefly. They they kind of pulled a Washington Nationals where it's like, Couldn't oh, we're you know we'll put them on waivers, and then they pulled them before they even got an offer. Same with Billy Hamilton. Okay, gotcha. So they're keepers now, even yeah. though they're terrible. Yeah, I mean, you got to put them out there and see what you can get for him. But because I mean, that was the whole thing about. Uh, Matt Harvey to begin with, but did he have he he was in a contract year, right? Mm, don't know. I'm pretty sure he is. I'm pretty sure that's why the Mets were happy to just get Devin Mezzarocco for him. Um, <laughs> you got to think that they're hoping to hang on to him through the season, um, if it isn't a contract year, yeah, and make something of him in the off season, or try to sign him to a reasonably sized deal, considering he's pitched yeah. okay. But I don't know. I can't see any teams coming along and offering him the boat unless it's like Texas yeah. or something like that where they're going to need starting pitching options. There's so many times where I think, hmm, who would be a good fit for Matt Harvey? And it's always Texas because they just that's who that's the type of player they pick up. But that could help. I mean, that could be a good thing for them if it works out the right way. And you never know. They pick up guys with with low ceilings and high or I'm sorry, high ceilings and low floors. That yeah. they picked up Ian Desmond when he was garbage after he denied that like four-year, $100 million contract or whatever. Yep. Um, and he crushed, and then he signed a good deal with Colorado. And yep. poop again. It's like a three-year deal that was worth like $90 million or some shit like that. Like a yeah, really good, good deal. Him. Yeah. So that's what Texas does. That's true. I mean, they definitely do that, but I mean, they're kind of the farm system in a way of uh, some of these bigger t- clubs without being a farm team. But I wouldn't yeah. necessarily look at it always that way. Uh, nope, they're just, just kind of we get that new stadium. Then we'll care about the on-field product. So stupid, man. So yeah. dumb. Uh, I mean, they did the right thing this year, though. They made the right moves as best they could, I think. I don't think you deny Beltre leaving and all that stuff. like Mm-mm. Or staying, I mean, and, and trying to boot him out the door and give him what he's meant for that franchise. I get it. Uh, but I feel like Cincinnati's in that weird spot, man, where, I mean, they've gotten, didn't they get off to like a 0-16 start? They fired their manager like like right out of the gate. Yeah, it was not a good situation. No. Oh, that was the other thing I was going to mention about St. Louis. Mike Matheny must have really been a problem for that clubhouse. Yeah. Or whatever clubhouse he was facilitating was not good. Yeah, we that that actually is the best prediction of the season, is calling out Matt Matheny. Yeah, fuck him. Because look how much better they've been. And I mean, it, on paper, it's not a bad team. It's just the execution was very poor. I totally agree. Yep. Um, boy, did Pittsburgh shit themselves at the trade deadline for no <sighs> reason at all. Chris Archer, not great. Not great. What? I wonder what that is, man. You think it's the pitching, like coaches and stuff like that? I mean, he's been like horrible since he got traded. He was horrible before he got traded too. But was he? You know that was he struggling a little bit? 
Yes. Okay. It was not a good season at all. Okay. I thought that he was a little bit better. Was it whenever he went on the DL for that first injury and he just never really shook it? Like shook he's had like one out of six starts he does really well, which is to say he's had three or four good games. Oh, so he's like Madison Bumgarner. Now I got right it. now. I mean, last season you just give the you give that guy a lot of chances because last season he had a lot of really good starts. I mean, tons and tons. You could rely on him yeah. K eight and give up two runs every yeah. every outing. Warhorse man. Um, right, totally, and just not the case this year. Yeah, doesn't yeah. matter where he is. So I don't know if it's a change of scenery thing, um, just an off year. Maybe he's got some lingering shit going on. He's also just getting a little bit older. But like, yeah. did did Pittsburgh really think though that they were gonna? surpassed the cubs I, you know what i mm. dude that's a that's a move that gets your gm fired potentially it, i think if it plays out what if it plays out next year though yeah I, I guess it is controllable pitching i'll give them that but three more years it's not going to play out that way and you already know that i i disagree i think okay. chris archer is better than the way he's been pitching no no year. i'm talking about them as a team i guess like are, oh, yeah. are we really opening a window here is my point yeah. it's not the chris yeah. archer part it's just the whole thing like what were they doing as a general rule i agree i think it's a um unshrewd move yeah non-shrewd terrible Ter- bad let's just bad. say bad bad yes i keep trying to use fucking ten dollar words doesn't work out <laughs> oh uh rye bread <laughs> like that <laughs> there was one episode where I used the word tirade and Ben goes, is that a tirade? And I looked it up and the answer was no. <laughs> I don't remember that. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Leave it to Ben to come in here every few episodes and just call us out on our shit. <laughs> well, that's what we need sometimes. Yeah, that's a good point. But yeah, I just don't understand what Pittsburgh was thinking, man. It was, it's a very, I don't know. I get it. It's, I guess it's ballsy, but they'd won like 10 straight and all of a sudden they decided let's go all in here. Yeah. I'd like to look at, um, the numbers when Corey Dickerson is doing really well versus when he isn't because uh, seemingly when he is not doing well, that team does not do well because he, when he was on fire, they were winning a ton of games. Yep. hundred percent agreed. They've had a lot of like weird things like Josh Bell, who is a very feast or famine kind of guy. And it just seems like it never really, it never stays going for him. Right. That's really what it seems like. Uh, the West, that seems like it's been a pretty exciting division. I think things have actually settled out where we thought they would at this point. Other than um, the Dodgers. Yeah, Arizona is quietly still doing really well. Yeah. Colorado's sneaking up on Arizona, um, which is super fun to watch. I've always, I always just feel bad for them not playing well. Yep. Um, and then the Dodgers are just losing games in terrible fashion. They have, um, Urias coming back soon though. Jose Urias. Urias, yeah, I never knew. That's another one I never known how to say. Uh, he's coming back soon. Uh, I think he was. He's going to be a September call up. Is what it sounds. He's like. a young guy. He has a very, very high ceiling. He could do great things for sure. Just can't stay healthy though. Does he displace someone like Walker Bueller on the rotation though? I mean, uh, yeah, you probably move Walker Bueller or somebody like that to the bullpen. Strengthen your bullpen. Or like there, Rich Hill. Move Rich Hill. What oh, you? God, yeah. I'm sure he'll be on the DL with a blister in like 15 seconds anyway. So. Skin. skin. How does that work? He's the skin in skin milk. Just did you ever, Where's... as a kid, did, did kids ever call it skin milk at school? For yeah, you? I'm sure I did the same thing. Oh, yeah, I'm sure I did too. But that's <laughs> always what I think of when I think of skin milk. Love it. Um, oh, I forgot to tell you. I got a Josh Hamilton autographed baseball today. Was it like, did you find it in the gutter? How no. Did this happen? Uh, somebody brought it to me as a gift, actually. 
Wow. Did you fire the person that gave it to you? No. Um, originally, it was billed as a Mitch Moreland ball. And it was like something he got from his brother kind of thing. And uh, anyway, and so I was like, yeah, I'll take it. And he's like, actually, it's a ham bone ball. Do you still want it? And I was like, fuck it. I'll give it to somebody as a birthday gift that doesn't want it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll throw it away later. Just like takeout. Yeah. Yeah. So shout out to Jake. Thanks for the baseball. Uh, I just okay. thought that was hilarious. Um, Thanks. <laughs> had nothing to do with the NL West at all. Or your team. No. Nope. You, yeah, he's in the piece of shit corner. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, I I actually, as soon as I, let's see, I got done doing something the other day. Oh, we were recording. Ben and I recorded the episode that you were off of. And as soon as I got done, I turned on the TV and put on the MLB network, and it was right at the end of the Rockies game, and they wanted to walk off, and it was just absolutely electric. And I guess it just I, – I guess I never really know what to think about, like, Rockies fans. Like, it doesn't seem like a very rabid fan base, but those people are really into it, man. It's great. They need a winning team. Yep, that is very They've got true. a couple of sports teams. No, they've got all four, don't they? They've got the Avalanche, the Nuggets, the Broncos, and the Rockies. Yep, sure do. Sneaky big sports town, then. They've got all four. Indeed. We've been known to frequent Denver. It's a good place. Yeah, love Denver. It's a good place. It's a good place. Anything else uh, around the NL West you could think of? Nope. Cool. That is Around the Diamond Talk. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so one thing I was going to ask you about before we go into rapid fire... Uh, who are your Cy Young? Fr- I know you haven't done a ton of research or anything yet. We'll do that for the next couple episodes. Okay. Who are your front runners, though, in your mind that jump out uh-huh. each side? Uh, NL is DeGrom and Scherzer. Those are, yep. Those should be no brainers. Um, I think it goes to Scherzer because the sports writers are stupid and they take wins and losses into account, even though DeGrom's individual statistics clearly indicate that he's the better pitcher. Agreed. Um, let's think. AL, um, you got to put Sale in the conversation, probably at the top. Yep. Who else? Honestly, you know who's probably second in my book is Blake Snell. Oh, shit. Yes. Yeah, so kind of the DeGrom of the AL then. Yeah. The, yeah. Like, for real, aside from looking like one of the people that belongs on Mario, like one of the toadstools, <laughs> um, he is sneak. Like, he's, he pitched really well against Boston last night, actually. Oh, uh, yesterday afternoon. Uh, I'm still reeling from the Mario comment. <laughs> you don't like that? No, that's great. <laughs> you just weaved it right in, like one of the toadstools. Yeah, I think about it often. Uh, he's six and five on the year. He has the 2.05 ERA. And he has, let's see, he has a whip of 0.993. And let's see what else. He's got strikeouts per nine at 10.4. Wow. This is one of those situations where I feel like I'm just forgetting someone and I don't want to speak out of turn. No, I really think he's probably behind Chris Sale. He's probably the best pitcher in the NL or the AL. I mean, okay. I, I, I can't think of anybody else who's just been that dominant. I mean, a two Oh five. Kluber's out of it. He's been shaky um, at times. Yeah. Chris Sale's got a one ninety seven. What about Trevor Bauer? He's had a really good season, he but has. he's not Cy Young stuff, right? No, probably not. He's always so solid, though. I think he's gotten a bunch of wins um, and without necessarily having the best individual stats. That might be wrong, but... He anyway. is 12-6 and six on the year. He has a 2.22 ERA. So, he, yeah, he's got to be in the conversation. 
That's pretty good. And he's got a whip of 1.090 and strikeouts okay. per nine, 11.6. Yeah, he's definitely in the conversation. That's great. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah, for sure. Don't cut your, don't cut your thumb on the rotary blade of a, of a drone. Right. Who during was the it? postseason. Who was it? Was it? I don't, what pitcher was it recently that like missed it? Oh, it was uh, Luke Weaver missed a start because he cut his hand on a can of tuna. <laughs> got to get that protein. Got to get that protein. I, I hear you, man. Those muscles got to heal, you know? What's with the pitchers and their weird injuries? You got Bumgarner on the dirt bike and Bauer with the drone. Derek Holland trips or did some. He said he tripped over his dog, but we know he was playing hockey. Yeah, Derek Holland's a fucking asshole. Yeah. I'm done with that guy. Yeah. Did you hear? Well, he was doing racist jokes on MLB Network. <laughs> Why? Like, did you hear them? I didn't hear them. I actually Dude. no. It just. I mean, I read about them. It was not okay. Dude, the delivery is half of it because it's delivered in an extremely racist way. It was. Shit. He kept bowing at the Chinese guy next to him. It was. Was he Chinese or was he Japanese? Or ja- he might have been Japanese. I don't remember what the, all the context was, but because um, that's I, appropriate. But I bet he was doing it sarcastically. Or oh, he was, know. and that was the worst part about it. It was just stupid. Yeah. Why is he still doing these bits? It was maybe halfway funny when he was halfway good in like 22. But. This is another one of those you have too much swag for your performance moments. Yes. Um, where your performance is not, you're not good enough to be able to do that shit. And if you make it racist, that's like double double down on you not being able to do that shit. Exactly. Don't Don't try to cover up your lack of talent for just being ridiculous. Yeah, what a shame. Uh, yeah, I think we'll do some research though. And we'll really talk about like ALNL Cy yeah. Young candidates and stuff. I, I agree. We should do the same for MVP and maybe it's too much to do gold gloves around the diamond. We could do a few. Yeah, we could fit. No, no, we could definitely do that. We'll just do a special segment on it. So I'll be good. Sweet. Look at us just planning shows as we're recording shows. We're just, it's an <laughs> ever moving wheel, my friend. <laughs> um, all right. Let's do some rapid-fire questions. How about that? Okay. Sounds great. Rapid-fire! Okay. I'll go first. All right. So um, Don Mattingly has been on the news quite a lot just because he has to basically answer for all the ongoings of the Marlins. Does Don Mattingly have emotions? Ooh. Honestly, man, I feel like players love him. I feel like he's a really big players guy. I feel like he's not great at managing baseball, um, but I feel like he's a room guy. And sometimes yeah. you need a room guy. Fair. Look at Ron Washington. This is one of those situations where a room guy is going to do your, your ball club pretty good, right? It's a shitty, shitty place to be. That's what, I, that's what I'm thinking. And, okay. I mean, I'm so glad, by the way, that we went into the, the dichotomy that is Ron Washington a little bit. Yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> Solid gold. Um, who is the next team to be eliminated? Oh, the Rangers. Oh, okay. That's a good take. That's a good take. Is that, is that mathematically? Don't, don't look at it by thing? the numbers. I just, I'm saying in your mind, who is the next one to be eliminated? I think the Rangers are just, they're pretty close, and yeah. I think they're going to lose it next. But Okay. I like it. Very good. Um, okay, so you, you actually got rid of one of mine by us having to talk about Greg Bird, so I had to insert one that is a little more difficult for you. Um, Justin, what is your social security number? Oh, uh, I don't know. Zero, 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 one. I don't know. (laughs) 
No, I That's do know. That's not okay. I'm not saying it on the air, for God's uh, sakes. Uh, no. All right. Well, yeah. You You're just trying to give the people what they want. I know. I know. Yep. Okay. Cool. Um, what is the next weird pitching injury? Next weird pitching injury. Uh, I think someone's going to try and pick up a piece of paper with their mouth without using their hands and dislocate their shoulder. <laughs> You even get applause on that one. That is gold. <laughs> now, who's who's stupid enough to do that? I don't know anybody. I'm, I'm going to give this to Vince Velasquez. He's yeah. just so injury prone. Yeah, I like it. Cool. God, if he goes down, it's going to be weird. <laughs> yeah. um, so you sent me a text about there being a Texas Rangers golf club nearby. Are you going to play that? Absolutely. I'm thinking about getting a membership there. Wow. It's cool. literally right down the street from my house. It's That's so cool. Yeah, I'm absolutely. It's the first MLB-themed golf course. Which really? is, that is surprising to me. That makes sense for Dallas. It's a golf town. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I'm going to go out there and play it. I'm going to wear my Red Sox hat probably, but, you know. It'll be really <laughs> awesome, though, it seems like. They charge you more for that. I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. <laughs> How far would you say Cleveland goes in the playoffs this year? Uh, I think they make it to... I think they make it to the CS. They do. Yeah? I think so. Boy. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I can't wait for some of those uh, playoff games when we're going to mic ourselves up and watch it. It's going to get wild. <laughs> yes. Can't wait. Oh, that's good stuff. All right. That is rapid fire. <laughs> we want to remind everyone to check us out at sensiblyloud.com for all your latest pods, blogs, and more. We want to remind you to follow us on Twitter at the outfielder pod. Same on Instagram. And make sure to check us out on Facebook, The Outfielder Podcast. Make sure to find us on the Apple iTunes Store. Rate, review, subscribe, share with your friends. We are also on the Google Play Store. So be sure to check us out there and get subscribed to get the latest episodes of The Outfielder. We would like to thank everyone for tuning in for episode 44 of The Outfielder Podcast. We would like to thank all of our fans, Sensibly Loud Media, our sponsors, and those with a sharp eye to keep the runners close. Grounds crew, please keep patrolling that outfield. Big up to Kevin Towers. Don't text and drive, and we'll see you right back here next time on the Outfielder Podcast.